Peace, love, and blessings, beautiful spirits. Welcome back to the Spirits and Poetry Podcast. This is season three, Living Through Poetry. And our first episode, we're going to be talking about birth and creating reality. If you're a first-time listener or you're a returning listener who's been following along since season one, please do me a huge favor and rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Definitely helps the show grow, especially since, you know, the better rating we have, the more people are going to be alerted about it. I would greatly appreciate that. And if you're not following the podcast on Instagram, you absolutely should at the Spirits in Poetry. And if you love the show and would love to, to donate, I'd love to help out. I'm definitely trying something new in, 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 in terms of, you know, allowing that door to be there for support. But check the description for the PayPal, Venmo, Cash App information in case you're interested in giving. But again, you listening, you being here with me now is more than enough. So let's get started into today's conversation, Earth and Creating Reality. Especially with this season three being framed around living with poetry and then taking up that craft or whatever art you are pursuing in your life. Before you begin that path of the poet, you must first write your first piece. Birth is so important in everything that we do. Where no matter where you are, there, there has always been a birth or a death that you've been going through. There are beginnings and endings happening endlessly throughout the cosmos. I mean, even right now, me, I'm going through this period of transitions where I am leaving the job I was working at and I'm, I'm starting to invest more in myself and, and turning back to me and saying, what is my dream? What was my fundamental purpose when, when I left college or when, when I decided to pursue, to be an artist, to be a creative director? I had that birth, right? That birth of an idea that said, I want to live making art. I want to live as an artist and I want to put all of my energy, time, effort, sustenance into the beautiful art forms that have shaped me into who I am. And when talking about birth, it's always, I feel necessary to talk about death, but I want to start at the very beginning. Now, I'm not going to tackle the, the question of why are we here as in why are we alive? I have attempted to tackle that before. But that was in a time when I knew very little, and now I know even less. So I, I cannot even begin to unravel that question, but I can unravel the question of why are we born? Because the very interesting thing about birth, even though you know we have a birthday, and a year after you're born, you're considered to be one year old, when in reality, you're a year and nine months. And so we don't really count that period of being in the womb as, as, as life of sorts. And of course, uh, we have to address the fact that there are some people that believe that life does not begin until after you're born, while others disagree and say life begins at conception. So it begs the question, where do we begin? Where does reality begin? Where do you even start with your art form, with a poem? And to me, poetry, at its very root, is the human mind's ability or attempt at explaining life, death, sex, why we do what we do, why we live, how we live. That's the thing about art. It's about connection. It's, it's so beautiful. And in, considering the world that we live in, 
full of war and pandemic and genocide and and and, and we live in a culture of uh, where, where sexual assault is so completely prevalent and there are so many peoples who have been massacred and, and, and evicted from their homes. Art is that beautiful strand of, of love and hope and all the things we hold dear to our hearts. Art has the capacity to connect us humans. I believe that that love, that 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 fundamental pure composition of art that was born out of the chaos that is the universe and a lot of different spiritualities where you're talking about the hermetica you're talking about the bible there's always or the Tao. even a lot of people talk about how in the beginning there was nothing it was just chaos it was empty it was a void and from that void you know the bible says the word the Hermetica would say that it was a, a vibration, a consciousness, a mind, a human, oh, not a human mind, sorry, a, a divine universal mind, what people call God, this, this universal mind with the capacity to, of course, think and understand, but at a level far beyond the human mind. And, of course, in, 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 in Hermeticism, there's the principle of correspondence, which means all things are related. So whether you're talking about God's mind or the human mind, they are related and they correspond to one another, just at very different levels of operation, if that makes sense. And when we're talking about art, there is something completely divine about it, about the experience, about listening to a song or watching a movie or, or, or listening to a poem and someone is addressing all the things you felt. And to me, Poetry at this time, or just art in general, the art that really touches me is the kind that addresses the fact that we don't know what real is. What is reality? That question for me has been a big anxiety trigger. I will have full-on anxiety attacks because I don't know what real is anymore. Am I real? Are you real? Is this moment real? If I write a poem about it, does that make it more or less real, especially if I change the details around? And oftentimes, a lot of inspiration for my pieces have come from experiences I've had with people. That's why I, I tackled the whole realm of, of psychedelic surrealist love poetry. It was my way of taking all of my experiences and pains and love tearing them apart, breaking them down, twisting them into new moments, allowing myself to express all that longing in a way that sounded pretty. And so if you're someone that is attempting to write poetry, begin your journey, that's going to be an impulse to make things prettier than they are. Oftentimes it might be making them more depressing than they are. But that's the inception of it all. That's, that's, that's the beginning. That's the birth of, of, of you. And it's the same with, with, with the, what the Hermeticists say about God. When the cosmic mind began to think and understand, it wanted to also experience itself. But to do that, it needed a physical form. It needed to take physical shape. And this goes with what the Kabbalah teaches, where you have Kether, this 
raw potential to to the Kabbalists, God is this infinite potential. It's just an infinite uh, space where anything can be, anything can manifest, but it doesn't have a form, so it needs to go through. Oh, this is where I get really rusty on my memory, but I think it's Shomach or Homach, the the divine masculine, where uh, this energy then takes on. It, it, it picks up in vibration, then it goes to Bina, where it takes a physical form, essentially. For the mind to understand, it needs a physical example. The cosmic mind needs it, and also the human mind needs it. And so, if you're in a space where you feel you need art to, to cope, or to express, or to understand, it's because you need a physical example of your emotions, of your, of your whatever chaos you're experiencing to then make sense of it. Remember, words are spells. I, I've talked about it, I believe it was season one, where the power of poetry is to make things real, because you're writing it down. And so now, here I am in this position, in this state of mind, where I don't know what real is, and so when I write, and I and I, I put my feelings into the poems, and and I put all of my energy into it, and then I question: Is this real? It's like my mind wants to destroy itself because it cannot handle the fact that it's true that whatever life we're living right now is an illusion, but at the same time, because we have a physical body and we can interact with it. This moment exists. This moment exists because I'm speaking and you're listening. Because you're here to be a witness to the fact that we are connecting even though you're not speaking back to me. You listening is what makes this moment real. Because I'm speaking to you right now wherever you are. And even though I cannot physically see you, my heart can feel you. And I know you can feel me. This is the epitome of connection. This is why we are artists. This is why we, we, were looking, we are looking beyond ourselves to find that meaning. And this is why I became a poet. To connect with, with, with that inspiration. To be able to, to allow my mouth to be more than just a mouth. To be a piece, an instrument that allows you and I, in our very different realities, to find a, a common point that we can say, yes, we both existed here at the very same time. That is why we, we humans are so lonely, because we know fundamentally deep down that we are all living in different realities, and we just want to be able to understand each other. Sometimes I feel so alone. In my anxiety, I feel like there's no one that could understand, that no one can make me feel safe, because it's like, I'm trapped in, this, my, in my own world, and, and no matter how hard I try to pull someone in, they are always kept out of the, my reality by their own mind, their own ego, their own filter of self. And art breaks this. Art is, is the only way that you and I can cry about a character's death in a show. I just had this beautiful bonding experience with my friend Anthony. He put me on the show Vikings, and... I'm watching it, I'm texting, I'm, I'm messaging him about it, you know, he's spoiling some moments, but regardless, we are connected here with the characters, with, with the storyline, and, and he was saying that he didn't have anyone to really talk to about his favorite show until I started watching it, 
And I understood his emotions and why he cared about certain characters and why he felt, you know, a certain way about certain situations. Art breaks that truth that we live in different worlds because when we are watching a movie together, when, when we're listening to a poem together, when we're listening to a song together, we get to live in the same moment. And so if you are trying to begin your journey as an artist, as a poet, as a painter, as a sculptor, know that you are important because what you are doing is you are building a moment that people can then enjoy together. You were literally bringing people together from different realities, from different universes. You are allowing them another reality to join in. So I'm going to make the claim, the statement, that art is reality. That whatever you're seeing, whatever you're feeling, if you believe it's real, that means it's art. Because art is fucking special. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's, it's so divine. Po poetry is the microcosm of life. It's, it's a moment captured, just like a picture, just like a video recording. Art is a moment perfectly frozen that we get to enjoy again and again and again. That's real to me. And I hope that's real to you. But even if it's not, it's absolutely okay. But on this journey, as I've expanded my mind, I feel like I've also lost my mind. And so there are times I find myself detaching or depersonalizing because I, I no longer relate to the whatever moment I was in. And it's, it's a scary thought. It's a lot safe. It feels a lot safer to just live in a consumerist life and, and just be worried about my new phone and, and, and going from job A to job B and filling up my gas tank. That feel, feels so safe. I can't even judge people living that kind of life. I used to. I used to say, how could you be so blind to the truth? How could you not see that this is all an illusion? And then I cracked because I no longer wish to see an illusion. I wish I could, damn, this is another, uh, another thing I'm forgetting. Uh, is the red pill, the free pill, and the blue pill, the whatever pill takes you back in the matrix. There's a part of me that really wants to take it because I feel like Cypher wanting to enjoy that steak that I know is fake. But through poetry, through the art form, through the real expression of self, I know that it doesn't matter whether I take the red pill or the blue pill because I have a source that will always connect me to myself. Peace, love, and blessings to y'all beautiful spirits. Thank you for joining me on this talk. The next episode will tackle themes, tropes, archetypes, mythology, more elements to include in the poem as you've already decided to write. Now we're going to tackle ways to, to kind of elevate that piece, to connect it to grander truths, because archetypes are also a building block to the world we are, and the world we are living in. So that's coming out in two weeks. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't, and if you want to donate to the show, there will be all that information in the description below. Till next time, take care.